Everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Lovely weather here in beautiful Southern California. He truly rains. Slightly missed. <laughs> he truly rains. He's here with us today. Praise God. This is a good rain. I like it. It's a nice gentle mist out here. Probably what? 73 degrees, 72? Perfect temperature. Amen. We'd like to start by taking up our offering before we get into the message today. It's good to be able to give, isn't it? God loveth the cheerful giver, and I've endeavored to make myself cheerful. Praise God forevermore. And uh, the more you get blessed, the more cheery, cheerful you get. Amen? So praise God. Let's see where I want to read from today. We'll just go ahead and take up our offering first, and then we'll read from 2 Corinthians after that. How's that? So, Lord, we just pray over our offering. We pray over this in Jesus' name. We thank you for a hundredfold return over every seed that comes in to support your word going forth in South Orange County at Word at the Ranch. We give you all the praises and the glory for every seed that comes in a hundredfold. We stand upon your word for more provision, promotion, better relationships, better jobs, better clients, better business in Jesus' precious name. We thank you for that anointing that's upon us here, and we give you all the praises for tapping into it. We thank you, Lord. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Glory, glory, glory. Let's just go to Psalm 37. I love this psalm. <laughs> this psalm has probably spoken to me more than any page in the Bible than any other within the last four years since we started here. Psalm 37. Uh, our message today, we're going to continue on authority, angels, healing, and protection. Amen? So we're going to uh, continue our line on angels. We've been in the book of Ephesians, like I said, is the quintessential book on your authority. So read the book of Ephesians over and over again, and you'll know your authority. Amen? As a believer. Hebrews is the second greatest book on authority, I believe. So now we've ventured into Hebrews. Uh, we started last week in that. Has anyone been reading Hebrews? I know Kelly has. Praise God for Kelly. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Amen. amen. <laughs> but if you get Ephesians and Hebrews in you, you will know your authority guaranteed. Quintessential books on your authority as a believer. So we'd like to continue on angels, and there's a lot of talk about angels in the verses we're going to read today. Psalm 91, Psalm 8 included. But Psalm 37 says this. I, this could be my favorite psalm. 
It says, do not fret because of evildoers. So do not fret is now a commandment. It's in the Bible. So stop fretting. Don't worry. Don't fret. Because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Say, he gives me the desires of my heart. What, that's just a reason in itself to be a Christian. Amen. God gives us the desires of our heart. What a good God he is. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Verse 7. Here it is. Rest in the Lord. I, I wrote relax right there. Relax in him. Amen. He's got you covered. Relax and rest and trust in the Lord. And wait patiently for him to act. Amen. Rest in him. That's what rest does. It waits patiently on your Father, your God, to act. Do not fret. There it is again. Because of him who prospers in his way in the world. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. There it is three times. Do not fret. Do not fret. It only causes harm. So fretting and worry only causes harm, the Bible says. So um, worry is spiritual sin. Amen? And stop it. <laughs> Amen? Stop your worry. <laughs> you replace the worry habit with a faith habit. Amen? Whenever worry tries to come in, you have a verse and you speak that out instead. Amen? And again, your mind will attend to your words. We've proven that time and time again. Your mind will follow what you say. So if you want to think happy thoughts, say happy things. Amen? Don't fret. It only causes harm, the Bible says. And I believe this is truth, don't you? Yeah. Worry only causes harm. Harm. Uh, doctors have proven that. Amen? Worry, stress, it only causes harm. does nothing good for you, so stop it. Amen. <laughs> for evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Say, I inherit the earth. I inherit the earth. My Father made everything for me. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth. That word meek means quietly confident, humble, and teachable. So if you're teachable, you're going to inherit good stuff. Amen? But the meek shall inherit the earth. And Psalm 24 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the inhabitants and all that dwell therein. So it's his to give to you. Amen? Say, I have an inheritance. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Oh, I love that verse. Skip with me to verse 16. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. Amen. Always be content. Amen. Always be content in what you have. Contentment with godliness, Paul says, is great gain. Amen. He blesses the content. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance, there's inheritance again, shall be forever. Say forever. Forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the meadows, shall vanish into smoke. They shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay. But the righteous shows mercy and gives. For those blessed by him shall what? Inherit the earth. Say, I'm blessed. I am blessed. 
But those cursed by him or under the curse, again, this is in the permissive sense, not the causative sense. King James uh, translators didn't really good, do a good job for us right there. God doesn't curse anyone. We know that, right? Amen. By now? <laughs> God blesses. He's not in the cursing business. He doesn't have curses. Amen? He has blessings. Amen? I think the whole world is in confusion that God brings curses upon people. But he's not in control of that. The enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy is in charge of that business. Amen? God's people shouldn't have any, any business with cursing or curses. Amen? We live under the blessing of the Lord. Amen? Say, I'm under the blessing. He doesn't have curses to give you. Amen? That's a different God. Amen? That's not the God we serve. But those cursed by him, or those cursed or under the curse, shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delights in his way. Say, the Lord delights in me. The Lord delights in me. Though you fall, you shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds you with his hand. I have been young, David's writing this. I have been young and now am old, and yet have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants asking for bread. They don't need to ask for money, amen? That's the heritage of the righteous, that your kids will not have to ask for money, amen? That's the blessing at work in your, in your generations, amen? Your genealogy and your line, amen? Your heritage. I have been young and now am old and have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children asking for anything. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. Say blessed. blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore, for the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land. <laughs> How many times have we heard that now? Sounds like he wants us to get this, amen? Say, I will inherit the land. I will inherit the land. Say, the wealth of the wicked has been laid up for me. The just. Amen. <laughs> the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks wisdom. Hey, that's your heritage, amen? You're a wisdom speaker. You're a righteous man and woman in Christ, amen? So your tongue speaks wisdom, and your tongue talks of justice. The law of your God is in your heart, and none of your steps shall slide. The wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. You know, we're here, part of the blessing is to make the wicked jealous. Amen? So the wicked's watching us, the wicked watches the righteous and seeks to slay him. The Lord will not leave you in his hand, nor condemn you when you are judged. Wait on the Lord, and keep his way. And he will exalt you. Notice the Lord is in the exaltation business. Amen? If you wait long enough on him, he's just going to keep taking you higher and higher. He doesn't take you down a notch. That's the devil. Amen? God is in the exalting business as you exalt him. Amen? So we increase together. Praise God. Wait on the Lord. Keep his way. And he shall exalt you to what? Inherit the land. <laughs> How many of you know today that you have an inheritance coming to you? From the will of God. Amen? This will has been written in blood, the blood of Jesus. It shall never pass away. Amen? You can bank your life on this verse. You know, this book has healing in it over and over again. If someone comes to our services and stays with our services, I guarantee you they will receive their healing. There's no question about it. I have no doubt in my mind or heart that if you bring an outsider in who needs healing, they will get healed here. Amen? That's just what the Word says. It healed me. I have my healing. It'll heal you and you'll have your healing. Praise God forevermore. You can build your whole life on the word of God. Amen. 
It's health and medicine to all your flesh. Praise God. You stay with the Word long enough, you're going to be feeling good. You're going to be looking good. Amen? The Word will deliver you and heal you and bring health and nourishment to your entire flesh, your entire being. Oh, I love His Word. Amen? It healed me. It can heal anyone. It will heal anyone. He hastens His Word to perform it. So just wait on it. Wait on Him. Serve the Word. Serve the Lord. Wait on the Lord and keep His way, His Word. He shall exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. Uh, let's just finish up. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself. There's nothing new under the sun. David said this. And spreading himself like a native green tree, yet he passed away. And behold, he was no more. Indeed, I sought him, but I could not find him. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright. For the future of that man or woman is peace. That's shalom. Nothing missing and nothing broken. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them. Why? Because they trust in Him. Say, my trust is in Him. him. Don't you just love that psalm? No, that psalm has brought me so much comfort over the years. Resting in the Lord. Resting in Him. When everything seems like chaos and havoc, I just go to Psalm 37.7. And just rest in Him and wait patiently on Him to act. Amen. Most of the time, He acts on our behalf. We just got to get still enough to know it. (laughs) That He's moving. Amen. When things seem the stillest, that's when He's working. Praise God forevermore. Jesus said, My Father neither sleeps nor slumbers. And He's working to this day on our behalf. Do you receive it? Amen. Say, I enter into His rest. Lord, we praise you. We thank you for today. We thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst, walking through the midst of the candlesticks, Lord Jesus, like you said in the book of Revelation. Thank you that you're here, that one touch and one word from you can change our lives forever. We have ears to hear and eyes to see. The spirit of wisdom and revelation abideth in each one of thee. And Lord, we thank you for your precious promises of your word that we get hold of today and changes our life forever. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 I'd like to start in Hebrews 1, if I could. Hebrews 1. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers, say, I'm going to receive what I need here today. today. Amen. Only the Holy Spirit can speak to each one of our hearts today. Amen. So tune in to him. Praise God. He's got a word just for you in season. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days, say these are the last days, days. has spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. Who's the heir of all things? Jesus is. Amen? So if you need stuff, get with Jesus. He's the heir of all things. Praise God. Through whom also he made the world. Who made the world? Jesus made the world, it says. Amen? who being the brightness of His glory, the Father's, and the express image of His person, the Father's, and upholding all things by the word of His power. See, you don't have to uphold all things in your life. The Bible says He's upholding all things by the word of His power. Amen? Doesn't that just take the the burden off of you, the care off you, the stress off you? He's got you. He's upholding all things. So you don't have to. Amen? Just let go and let God. Amen? 
one of my favorite things going through AA in the past. Let go and let God. I haven't touched alcohol since 2013, by the way. Amen? The word delivered me and it'll deliver to you today. Amen? As well. 2014, the beginning. She corrected me last week. The beginning of 2014. Thank you, Clarissa. Amen forevermore. Just stripped it from me. Just stripped the addiction I had to alcohol from me. Amen? Just left. I used to chew tobacco. Stop that too. Just stripped it from me. Amen? And the word will work for everyone. You might as well just get addicted to the word because it will produce blessings in your life. Amen? All that other crap, pardon my French, will cause death and destruction. But the word will always build you up, bring health and medicine to all your flesh. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Might as well get addicted to the word. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Who bring the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself, who? Jesus, purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become, and let's get into this, having become so much better than the angels. As he has by inheritance, say inheritance again, obtained a more excellent name than they. And at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Amen. It's the name above all names. Whether people believe in that name on the earth or not, they're going to believe in that name at the end. Amen. Because they're going to see him for who he is. Praise God. At that name, every knee shall bow. You might as well just get used to it now. Amen. And serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. Praise God. It's a good name to serve. Good name to be under. Good name to be in. Amen. I am protected. Say, I'm protected. In his name. Amen. Obtained a more excellent name than they, the angels. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Never has. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. He never spoke this to any of his created beings, his angels, his ministering spirits, only to his firstborn son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. We know a third of the host of heaven left heaven, their position, and became evil spirits following Lucifer, who's now called Satan, upon the earth. Daniel gives the account that they were cast down. Luke gives the account that they were cast down from heaven. The blood of Jesus cleansed all the minstrels. Lucifer was in charge of the music in heaven. Jesus went up there and cleansed everything he had ever touched. Amen? With his blood, even in heavenly places, it says. So his bunch fell to the earth. That's a third of the host of heaven became evil spirits, or we can call demons. Darkness. Amen? Which means two-thirds of the angels are still angels of God, serving God, and serving his people. Amen? And God's always creating, so there's probably more than that now. Amen? But we know that the death and the destruction are stuck at one-third. So there's probably still on the decrease. Have you ever been in gang neighborhoods? Or anyone? Or in the ghetto or anyone? God, no. Or in prisons or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, when someone's possessed with a devil, they end up killing each other. And the devil and his camp are actually at odds against each other. There's no order or cohesion in their camp. They're killing each other off. They're, they're decreasing every day, I can say. But, you know, gang members end up shooting gang members, people in their own tribes even, turning. Uh, that's the devil's work, amen? That's the devil's camp. So they're on the decrease, but God's camp's always on the increase, amen? And ministering spirits are here working on your behalf right now, here today, amen? 
Angels, on the other hand, angels of God, who I've seen in the spirit as well, are around 10 feet tall. Giant men of God. And the Bible says that. Giant men of God. Amen? And they're all referred to in the male sense. Michael, Gabriel, male names. Big, strong, warring spirits guarding your lives. Amen? So you don't have a devil problem. Amen? In fact, you don't have a problem at all. If you think you have a problem, that's the problem. You think you do. And Proverbs says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So you have to renew your mind to the truth. I don't have a problem, because he has all of them now. I don't take cares and problems. I've already given into my faithful and merciful high priest. Now he's dealing with them, amen? So I can live happy here on the earth, in the kingdom of joy, in the kingdom of love, in the kingdom of God, amen? And not be burdened down from this world that I'm not even a part of, you're not even a part of. Bible says we're just pilgrims passing through here for 120 years max. Amen. We're just passing through. Lord, what would you have me do while I'm here? Amen. Leaving the world in a better place than what you found it. It's called a legacy. Amen. You can have a legacy leaving the world a better place. Amen. Praise God. There were saints and not ain'ts. Amen. Saint literally means chosen, sent one. You were sent from heaven to here. When you got born again, the Bible says a new spirit came down from heaven and replaced you. Jesus is the only man who's ever killed you. Think about that. You're dead in him. Paul says, I'm dead in him. But the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now alive in me. I die daily, nevertheless I live. Not I, but Christ who lives in me. You were given a new spirit the day you made Jesus the Lord of your life. And it's amazing when I pray the prayer of salvation with people, how new that spirit takes place and comes into their body. They have joy. They cry. The love of God is shed abroad in their heart. Immediately when they believe in their heart and confess Jesus as Lord. It's amazing how fast the process is. But Jesus killed us and now a new spirit resides and lives in you. Amen? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise God. We need to know who we are. Who we've become. Because we're not our old selves no more. If you're in Christ, you are a new creation, a new creature. And the Bible says all things have been made new. The only thing we need to do now is renew our minds and our flesh to who we've actually become. And that takes the word of God. A day without the word equals world. You'll conform to the world a day without the word. This, again, I've said it before, is our Bible. Basic instructions before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E. Without this, it's hard to know in the head who we've become, who we are. But it says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the word of God. So we need to know who we are. We need to think who we are every day of our life. We're not from here. I'm not conforming to the world's standards. I'm in a different kingdom now. Amen? And this is the quintessential book on you, your king, and your kingdom. Yes. You may want to do a study of all the in hymns in the Bible. Because in him is who you now are. You can't know your identity unless you know, until you know who you are in him. Because he's now in you. Amen? The more you get to know him, the more you get to know you. This is a spiritual mirror, James says. 
Every time I look in it, it shows me who I really am, not who I'm not. Which is why I don't understand how a Christian can leave the Word and feel discouraged or despondent or in fear because the Word doesn't bring any of those things. The Word brings healing. Yeah, those things may come up and be purged from you as you're healing, but this will always leave you uplifted. Amen? This is who you are. And it's good to know who you are so you don't become something you're not. Amen? You need to know who you are so you don't become something you're not. Amen. So let all the angels of God worship him in verse 7. And of the angels, God says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But to the Son he says, Your throne, O God, notice he calls him God, so the Son is God, and we see who created all things. Jesus Christ, the Son, created all things, the Bible just said, in Hebrews 1. Amen? Your throne, O God. Jesus is God, the Son is God, the Father is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. They're one. Amen? The triune being, just like you, three parts. Spirit, soul, and body. So is God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No Christian refutes that. Amen? We all know God is the Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father. And they're one. Amen? They all did all the creation together as one. Amen? The Holy Ghost was upon the, it says, the, the waters of the deep. And God said, light be, light was. Jesus was involved and the Holy Spirit were involved in all the creation process. They're one being. Amen? So we ought to give equal respect to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, who most of the modern-day church has left out until now. Amen? And finally, he's coming back around. We're coming back around to his presence. Amen? And actually teaching and preaching on this third person of the Godhead called the Holy Spirit, who's the only portion of the Godhead alive and operating on the earth with us. Amen? So we ought to get close to this person called the Holy Spirit. He is not an it. He's a he, the Bible says. He's a personality. He's the Holy Spirit, your comforter, your healer, your helper, your teacher, who the Bible says will lead you into all truth. So if you need to be led into truth, you need to get with the truth bearer, the Holy Ghost and I, amen? And get, and get led. Praying in the Holy Spirit, it says. Praying in the unknown tongue is praying in Him. When you pray in tongues, your spirit and the Holy Spirit, who are yoked up together as one, are literally praying together. And the more you pray in tongues, the more you see who you've become. It takes the blinders off. Amen? Because you're always praying the perfect prayer and will of God when you pray in tongues. Amen? He gave me that language a long time ago. And the devil's tried to come against it a long time ago. But he hasn't been successful. Amen? I know what praying in tongues does. It builds myself up on my most holy faith and keeps me in the kingdom of his love. Amen? Praying in tongues does. And that's offered to every member of the church. That free gift. The only requirement is Jesus. You have to be born again to receive that gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself said, if you being fathers and mothers know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father in heaven give the gift of the Holy Spirit to all those who will ask? And then he said, ask and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. So part of operating in the fruit of the Spirit is praying in tongues. 
Amen. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control, long-suffering. All those things are operated through the Spirit, through your Spirit. And the more you pray in you, you're real man, you are a Spirit. The more you pray in the Spirit, the more you become you. Amen? Amen. The more you see you, the more you see Him. You're one. Amen? Amen. Say, I pray in the Holy Ghost. And I pray with my understanding. If you pray long enough in tongues and in the Holy Ghost, He'll start to give you insight and revelation and show you things to come. Jesus said that promise to you, that the Holy Spirit, when He comes, the Comforter, which I send from my Father, will show you things to come. So you have to pray to see. For Christians who aren't seeing things to come, they're not praying in the Holy Spirit. And you need the Holy Spirit, your prayer language, to show, to see things in the spirit realm. Amen? The real realm, because you're a spirit. Amen? So that's my message. Pray more in the spirit and less in the head. Amen? Because that's what gets the job done. You are a ministering spirit. Amen? Praise God forevermore. This started like a baby's language. I had seen Lord of the Rings before I got baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in new tongues like the Bible says. Lord of the Rings, and that's all I had to, to relate to the gift of tongues. I heard that elf language in that movie. And in the office, I felt like, this is weird. I was never taught this in the Baptist church. But then I went home and read the whole book of Acts and saw the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. And that Paul said, I wish you all pray in tongues to the whole Corinthian church. Amen. And if he meant it for them, he meant it for me. Surely it's a gift I, I can use. Amen. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than everyone. And he wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. I, hey, I'm in good company. I might as well start praying in tongues. But that's how I related to it, that movie. Otherwise, I thought it was weird. But I was like, if an elf in a movie can pray in an unknown language, surely I can. <laughs> I serve God, amen? Not Frodo Baggins. <laughs> That's how it started for me. And it starts right here in your belly, where the, Holy, where the Holy Ghost will come in to your belly and give you rivers of living water like Jesus prophesied, amen, shall proceed from your belly, your innermost being. That's the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen. If you want to get illuminated, we can do that after service, amen. You can do that on home on your own. Say, Holy Spirit, come in with the evidence of speaking in new tongues. I freely receive you today. And he'll come in. Amen? Ask and you shall receive. You have to give it place with your muscle because you're in charge of your body. But he'll give the unction and the utterance right here in your belly to pray in a new language. Amen? Then I went home from that meeting when I got hands laid on me, started praying in tongues, recorded it on my little recording device on those mini cassettes, recorded my first time praying in tongues so I could hear myself praying. I started singing in tongues. Gave the interpretation too. It's right there. I knew what I was saying. So he gives the interpretation too. Amen. Those are all gifts of the Holy Ghost. And I recorded it and went to play it back. And it just screeched at me. And flew out of my hand. And I heard right here in my spirit. After being baptized with the Holy Spirit. He said, who are you to judge my gift? And I've never judged the gift of tongues since. I pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit in tongues. Just as much now than I did then. Amen. It's a free gift. Amen. And he wants every member of the body of Christ to have it. 
I, I'm, I would go to say you can't live the successful Christian life the Bible tells you you can without him, the helper, the comforter, and the powerhouse that comes through praying in tongues in him. Amen? I'm Elisha Bonanza. I approve this message. Praise God forevermore. Amen. How many of us pray in tongues in here? Amen. There's a lot of hands. It's worth it. Amen. It will change your life forever. Amen. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Amen. Perfect working love casteth out all fear. You can go through the Bible and look at the verses on tongues. Jude 20 is a great one. The verse I said is great. You shall send the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praying in the unknown tongue. Building yourself up on your most holy faith. What a great gift to have. And no members left out. Amen. You ask and you receive them. You may think you don't have the gift, but the Bible says you do. So you got to renew your mind with the truth. And just start praying in faith. Amen. Let's all pray in tongues. Shall we? And if you don't pray in tongues yet, just start praising Him. Just thank Him for what He's done. And that'll turn into a tongue because the Holy Spirit's here. And He wants to minister that gift to anybody who'll receive it right now. Amen. I am the Lord your God. There is no other. I have come to give you rest. Peace upon the earth. Trust in me. This is my gift. I will give it to you freely to those who ask of me. And you shall speak beautifully and sing beautifully. And this gift shall manifest and produce on your behalf, saith the Lord of hosts in the name of Jesus. So that was just an interpretation of tongues, amen? You may have been praying in tongue, and I had that word right here in my belly, amen? That came out from my belly. So then he gave the tongue, and then he just gave the interpretation of it, amen? And he'll do the same for you. He'll give you a new song to write, amen? In tongues, and he'll give you the words in English to go with it, if that's your language, amen? And you'll write a brand new song from heaven, lyrics straight from heaven to your spirit, amen? And people will be blessed by it, amen? That's how true worship is written. Amen? In the spirit. Amen? He'll give you the tongue and he'll give you the interpretation. Amen? Praise God for his gifts. He comes with gifts, the Holy Spirit. Amen? Nine of them to be exact. And he's got all of them. Amen? Glory to God. Say he's here in my midst. <laughs> and I receive him. He's a perfect gentleman. The God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ will never come into your life until you ask Him. They're perfect gentlemen. I love them. But to the Son, He says, verse 8, Your throne, O God, calls again the Son, Jesus, God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. So you ought to know your righteousness to reign in life as a king in your kingdom as well. You have loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, our God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness. I love that. The oil of gladness. We ought to be the happiest people on the face of the earth. Amen? Christians, the one who God dwells in. Amen? People who have been taken to heaven and come back always say the same thing. They give the same report. Jesus was laughing. Jesus was laughing. Amen? The second fruit of your born-again spirit is joy. That's just who you are. If you're not operating in joy, you may not be praying in tongues enough. Because that's who you are, amen? you got to stir up the gift in you. And tongues is like a huge butter churner. 
that just stirs your spirit and his spirit and the gifts up. Amen? It could turn into prophecy, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a gift of healing, the gift of faith. Praying in tongues stirs up his gifts. Amen? It's the gateway gift to all the other gifts. Amen? You don't need drugs. You just need the gifts. Amen? You just need the gift giver, the Holy Spirit. I know I did drugs. I sold drugs. I was on drugs. And I got delivered. When he gave me him, the Holy Spirit and I. Amen? Glory to God. It's a high you can't come down from. And he'll just take you higher and higher and higher and higher. Without a crash, without a lull, without a down. I don't drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. I don't use nicotine. And I'm high as a kite. Amen? I am, I am a happy man. I've been delivered. I didn't do it. He did it. Amen? And he's not a respecter of persons. He'll do the same for you. Amen? Why pay money when you can get it for free? Amen? Now I'm selling the word and the Holy Ghost and not drugs. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. There's no depression in him. No down in him. Amen? There's only elevation. There's only higher and higher heights in him. Amen? If you're not happy, praise God. Pray yourself happy. Amen? Know who you are. Amen? Pray yourself up. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost or in the unknown time. Amen. If you're low, just get up. Pray yourself back up. Amen? David encouraged himself in the Lord without the gift of praying in tongues. Uh, how much more we can do it through the Holy Spirit that's been given inside of each one of us. Amen. What a gift. What a gift giver he is. Amen. Glory. You have loved righteousness, therefore with the oil of gladness I have anointed you more than your companions or those around you. And verse 10, And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. Who did? The Lord did. That's Jesus. Amen? It says, The Lord in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth. Jesus. Yahshua. Jehovah. And the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment. Like a cloak, you will fold them up. Like a cloak, you will fold up the heavens with his hands. Just like you put a piece of clothing away in your drawer. That's how easy it is to, for him to fold up the heavens. That's how big he is. Amen? And he's got your world in his hands. Not the whole world. The whole world has a choice to be placed in his hands. But once you make the choice, because he doesn't intrude and force himself on anyone, makes, once you make the choice, now he has your world in his hands. Not the whole world. God ain't in charge of the whole world. The devil, as 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says. He's the God of this age, the Bible says. Not God. Not our God. Not our healer. Not our provider. The thief is, amen? Who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's, a, he's the God of the age. He's the God of the church, our God, amen? He's your God if you make him your God, amen? And he's waiting to come in on everybody, he'll do so, amen? He's got the whole, your whole world in his hands. Amen? If he had the whole world in his hands, he sure is doing a horrible job at it. Amen? No, that's not his work. That's the enemy's work who fell with a third of the angels from heaven. 
causing all the destruction you see. Hurricanes were made to pick up salt water, convert it to fresh water, and water crops on the earth in the Garden of Eden. The devil and his cohorts and hosts twisted that to cause destruction. God doesn't destroy anything. He's the builder and he never changes, the Bible says. He's not bipolar. He doesn't have two personalities. When you trust in the word, you can trust in the word because it's him. He never changes, amen? Amen. If he said he healed you yesterday, I guarantee he's saying the same thing to you today. I'm your healer today because he never changes. Amen? He can't be the healer and the destroyer. Amen? Even the world recognizes dual personalities and bipolar. That it's not that person. That they've switched persons and personalities. How come they can get that even? God is solid. He's God. He never changes. He created life. He'll sustain life. He does not destroy life he created. He'd be working against himself. No, we have an adversary on the earth called Satan who is loose. And we wrestle not with flesh and blood, the Bible says, but with him and his band of misfits. Amen? That's who we're wrestling against. Your wrestle will never be with your provider and your healer. And it will never be with flesh and blood. It will only be with the devil. The only person I tell my kids that they can freely hate is Satan. You love everyone. You have permission to hate the devil. A holy hatred for all that's evil. If you believe God is the author of sickness, you're fighting against your own kingdom. And you won't be much use. You won't go out and do what Jesus said, who healed everywhere he went, showing us the perfect will of the Father. He never weighed one person sick. Never caused disease in one person. Instead, everywhere he hit, the Bible counts over and over again, he healed everyone and everywhere. And he never changes. If he healed then when he was on the earth, surely he's healing now while his body's on the earth through us. His hands, his feet. Amen? We're called to do great exploits. Amen? But you'll never be able to do them until you know who you are who you've become. Amen? Say the Spirit of God dwells in me just like it did Jesus. Didn't do one work or miracle until that Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove at the age of 30. Amen. Praise God we have full access to the Holy Spirit. We can't do anything without Him. Not by power or might, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. And that's Old Testament. Amen? Glory. Jesus did every work he did on the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. Laid aside his heavenly position, weight and glory, and became a man. And worked as a man through the operation of the Holy Ghost. Just like you and I can. Praise God. Little G's. Little J's. Little Jesus's. Which is what Christian actually means. Little Christ. Christ means the anointed one and also his anointing little anointed ones. Which is why he said, and greater works than these shall you do. Because I go to my Father. How many of us are here today and watching online 
there was only one of him. Greater works is represented here. Each one of us can go out and lay hands on the sick, and the Bible says they shall recover. Amen? But there was only one of him. Those are greater works. Multiplication, amen? His body. The problem is you don't believe in yourself. But you have to believe in who you are. And you need the word to see you, to show you who you are. You can't believe in something you don't know about. But you're the righteousness of God in Christ. And you've been called to do great works on the earth. Amen? Amen. You're not called to conform to the world and just sit by and accept sickness, accept disease, accept poverty and lack. You're called to change it. Amen? You're called to speak to those mountains as a voice on the earth and change things. Amen? You're not called to complain about gas prices. You're not called to complain about the government. You're not of this government and kingdom. You're called to change the government here. Amen? To change the gas prices even. Go down in Jesus' name. Amen? Change your surroundings with your voice. Don't succumb to your your surroundings without your voice. Amen? Use your voice. Praying in the tongues will give you boldness to speak the word of God. Amen? Amen? It will sharpen you and quicken you to speak the word into your circumstances. Amen? He'll give you the words. He'll show you things to come. Praise God forevermore. Let's wrap up. But to which of the angels has he ever said, verse 13, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all, say all, All. these are angels, ministering spirits sent forth to minister for all of us sitting here today and online who will inherit salvation. Now they're working for us. Amen? <laughs> Therefore, chapter 2, verse 1, we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. And skip with me to verse 6. Chapter 2, verse 6. But one testified in a certain place, saying, and literally what's to follow is Psalm 8. What is man? These are the angels having a conversation. What is man that you are mindful of him, Lord? God or the son of man that you take care of him you have made him a little lower than the angels misinterpreted the correct word here in Hebrew is Elohim God himself and that could cause such huge division and false doctrine if you believe what is written there falsely translated which is why you got to do some study on your own. Amen? Read the entire Bible through the lens of John 10.10. 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give life and life more abundantly. If you do that, the translations will start to add up. Amen? And you'll see where things are mistranslated. Amen? What is man? You are mindful of him. Angels are talking. Or the son of man, you take care of him. You have made him, man, a little lower than yourself. That's the accurate translation. Literal. God has made man and women just a little lower than himself. Amen. Angels are under us. These are the angels discussing this. What is man? That you are mindful of him. You've made him a little lower than yourself. And you have crowned him, man, with glory and honor. And have set man over the works of your hands. 
Isn't that the, the direction he gave Adam and Eve in the garden? To have dominion over all the work of my hands? He's speaking about men here, not angels. Satan and his bunch are fallen servants who do not have dominion on the earth. You and me do, amen? If they can manipulate man, they can work. And if they can't, they can't. That's how important your authority is. And the devil will fight you on your authority more than any other subject. Because once you know your authority, he cannot operate in your house, your life, your business, your marriage, or in any part of your body. Once you know who you are and the authority that's been given to you as a man and woman on the earth, crowned with glory and honor, made in the exact image of God himself, an exact duplicate in kind, Genesis 1.26 says. Made in his image and likeness. The angels were not. Amen. Here we see in verse 14, these angels are sent to minister for you. You now have employees if you're in the kingdom. Amen. That you need to send out. Get this for me. Go reach him for me. Amen. Bring people in. Talk to that person. Amen. They're, they're here to serve you. Amen. They're waiting on you to wait on you. <laughs> Amen. You speak the word, they go and do it. They go forth. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. And you've set him over the works of your hands. In verse 8, you have put all things in subjection under his feet. And now we're the body of Christ. The devil's under our feet. Amen. Amen. Say, I trample, I trample on sickness and disease, on sickness and disease. poverty and all lack. And all the work of the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And we'll pick up in verse 14 and leave off with this. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, Jesus, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Say he's a defeated foe. I enforce, I enforce his defeat, his defeat. and release those, say I've been, released, I've been released, who through fear of death, the root of all fear is death, who through fear of death, say I've been released, I've been from, released. The fear of death. from the fear of death. Woo. That should solve every other fear that tries to come your way. We're all their lifetime subject to bondage. So we see the world in bondage because they not have been released from the fear of death yet. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham, man. And one way he brings aid to us is through ministering spirits and angels. Remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, remember when Jesus was in the wilderness, it says angels came and ministered to him and strengthened him before he began his earthly ministry. Angels are here to strengthen you. Amen? The more you pray in tongues, angels are on alert, hearkening your prayers. Amen? And attending and attuning to your prayers and carrying them out. It's worth it. Amen? Every Christian needs to pray in tongues. Amen? Especially as the world gets darker and darker, which is prophesied that it will. Amen? You're supposed to get lighter and lighter and just keep rising up higher and higher. CEOs are going to shift, amen? Heads of businesses are shifting. The government has shifted. 
Amen. Started with the president and is working himself throughout the entire United States. Oh, we praise God and pray for our president. Amen. Who, who people say praise more than any president who's ever been in office. He's open to the Lord. Amen. So he can hear our prayers. Amen. Keep praying for President Trump. Amen. It's been prophesied before by a prophet who's now no longer with us that President Trump would do two terms. Amen. And he hasn't failed on a prophecy yet, so I, I count him good ground incredible out of the mouth of the prophet. So he's going to do two terms. So we start praying now for him. Amen. For a second term. Amen. Praise him. Amen. More is to come. Amen. Revert this land. Make it a tithing government so that the world can see the prosperity of the gospel upon the church in America and upon America. Amen. Glory to God. The government that ties to God will be supported by God. Mm. Amen. So, Lord, we just lift President Trump up to you, this cabinet, the White House, and everyone in a position of authority throughout the U.S. right now. Our military, we lift them up in Jesus' name. We bless them, we cover them with the Psalms 91, the soldier's psalm, that no evil shall befall them, nor shall any plague come near their dwelling. For you give your angels charge over them to keep us and them in all your ways. And we give you all the praises for it. We cover them in the blood of Jesus. We cover the first family in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for using them, using them to speak your word in Jesus' precious name. I give you all the praises for it. For where two or three agree on anything on the earth, you said it shall be done for them. So we count them covered, firm, and protected, and that ministering spirits are ministering to them each and every day. We give you all the praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. amen. You know, it doesn't matter if you like someone or not. If you're a Christian, the Bible says, first of all, make intercession and prayers for those in authority. Amen? Just because they're in that position. It doesn't matter about their personalities. I'm commanded to pray for them. Amen? No matter who they are, what they've done, what they will do. I just keep on praying. Amen? And we'll see the nations change. We'll see churches change. We'll see this land changed. Amen? Praise God. He's worked from the top down. Amen? Did everyone get something from this message? Praise God forevermore. Thank you for being with us. I hope you're encouraged. Bring someone out next Saturday. And if you're on Facebook, share our message with someone. Someone needs to hear this message. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Thank you for being with us. We love you. Bless you. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Hi, sir.